welcome to Ask Abby, a podcast where I help women who have a tough decision to make to connect to the inner wisdom of their body, find their own answers, and move forward. Today, I have Virginia Bersano here with me. Hi, Virginia. Hi, Abby. How are you doing? Very good. Thank you for having me. Ooh, so why don't you tell everybody a little bit about who you are, what you do, the whole thing. Yeah, so I am originally from Italy, so I was born and raised um, in Italy, and then I became almost like a global trotter, like I've been traveling a lot, studying in different places, and then it's been three years, yeah, wow, Um, three and a half almost years that I've been in New Haven, Connecticut, Um, and that opened a lot of different opportunities. I have a business background and I worked in the corporate world for quite a few years uh, in marketing and business. Um, but there was something always in me a little bit, I don't know, something was telling me, mm, I don't know if this is for you, you're sure. <laughs> and so I started exploring different things. And then um, over the past years, I became a yoga instructor. Um, I teach meditation. Um, and that has really changed a lot of things um, for me. And so, especially over the past year, I've been uh, working in very different um, settings and environments. And now this whole pandemic kind of (laughs) shifted once again, things for me. And so I started working um, for myself, basically. I'm I'm a consultant and I help women entrepreneurs um, with their business um, decisions and helping them with strategy but at the same time I also teach so yoga and meditation which really brings me um joy and then once again over the past years things have evolved and so now I'm really focusing on the Italian market uh, which was a completely which was a really like a surprise something I was not expecting um but I'm having a lot of fun with it yes I am (laughs) That's what's awesome. I know we, and we had Virginia and I talked for a few minutes before we hit record here about like going with the flow and our business is shifting as this pandemic has shifted and like just rolling with the punches here. Correct. So so why don't you tell everybody a little bit about this decision that you're trying Mm -hmm. to make this like two ways you have to go. Yeah. So it's interesting because since I left Italy, so I've done um, my master in France and then it was really clear for me, for me from the beginning um, that I mean, my goal, my dream was to go abroad, was to live somewhere else, um, start a new life. And I did it. And over the years, whenever I would talk with, you know, friends and family, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's like, there's no way I'm coming back to Italy. I'm sorry. I love you guys. I love this place. But it's just not for me. Um, And so over the years, I've been, again, also moving to different countries, doing different things, always knowing that I have nothing to do with Italy or Italians or um, just it was not my thing. And then all of a sudden at the beginning of this year, um, again, things changed and shifted. And I started to um, work with Italians. So I started teaching online and my classes were, are well received. And so I've been exploring more and more of this um, demand. So, you know, this new way of yeah I don't know it's it's still it's still odd but so basically right now I you know I live in New Haven Connecticut um there is this new idea in me that I want to go back to Europe um sometime probably next year 
And I've also started working with Italian clients in terms of marketing and business. And so I'm like, weird. <laughs> these people, these clients are coming my way. I'm not, I wasn't actively looking for them. And they just showed up and I was like, okay. And so now I'm like, interesting. So what do I do? Do I keep building um, my business in terms of content and trying to find new clients in Italy? So that's a very specific market niche. Um, and so although I, I, I'm based in the US, or do I keep exploring the you know, the market here. So I keep working in my um, field here in the US. So now I'm like, okay, so time to make a decision. <laughs> gotcha. So, so trying to make a decision about, do you continue on marketing your services towards like Italians, you know, mm -hmm. putting your content in Italian is, is in a big Italian, piece. Yeah. Or do you continue putting your content in, you know, speaking English and kind of marketing towards the American market we'll say yeah so I'm curious how do you normally make decisions like when you have a tough decision to make how do you mm -hmm. normally go about that um typically I do I take my time um I'm not I'm a pretty rational decision um taker so I take my time I analyze all the different options um but then at the same time, I also follow my instinct. So for some decisions in my life, it's been very clear that I would have just, I had an idea, I would just pursue that idea and that um, project. And I feel like for bigger decisions, I've always followed my intuition and that has never let me down. And I found myself, I find myself being more undecided for smaller decisions in a way. Uh, of the day-to-day -day life and then I'm like oh my gosh should I buy the red or the blue shoes and that could take weeks yeah and I'm I like, feel that <laughs> I'm like Virginia just take a decision it wasn't that hard when you decided to move to the U.S. come on <laughs> so you're finding that your intuition actually like speaks a little more clearly to you when it's a big decision to make and it's these small decisions that actually yeah that would um, take me more time and so even for this Italian um, decision I have to make i I, I feel like my instinct is telling me that this is not random. You've been, you know, it, it's been since, well, now it's since April. Yeah, that you've been doing things in Italian and it's working. So what is, what is actually keeping you from going all in? And mm. I feel like... What is keeping you from going all in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it is? So at the beginning, I think there was part of me, a part of me that was, um, that was resisting this change because society, um, you know, I moved from a business career, I was successful, everything was going well, I was earning money to then um, embracing this other part of me that was taking some, taking more space, you know, this yoga and meditation is a completely different world. And my you know people in Italy or my family were resisting it too because it's new and they're like what are you talking about like <laughs> you spent years and years doing something completely different and now you want to become a yoga teacher um and so I think that part of me was resisting it and still paying a lot of attention to what other people were thinking mm. and so Italy for me represents 
this rigid mentality where I, I'm not necessarily able to be who I want to be or who I am. And I feel like that going away has allowed me to actually open to opportunities and things that I would have never done probably in Italy. And so I think that there was this part of me saying, well, are you sure you want to go back to Italy and write everything in Italian so that everyone there is going to start? Because before I was like, well, you know, my family will never read my stuff in English, so they will never know. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like, wait a second. Now they're going to understand. <laughs> yeah. So there's this piece of like having to be seen by mm -hmm. your family and your culture and like really like diving into that. Yeah, I think that there's a part of me that is, yeah, it still has to work around, uh, which is shifting. Now I feel more confident. Um, and I think that also seeing that things are working and seeing that people are benefiting from what I, what I, what I teach has really kind of like showed me, oh, wait a second, like, don't think about those two, three people who might be like, what are you doing? Which is not even happening. That's, you know, my limiting belief and everyone is supporting me. So <laughs> that's mostly just about myself but um but seeing you know all the other positive comments and I'm like okay well maybe you should try and see because the benefits will probably um be more than um what you think or your fears yes that's amazing I feel like you're like coming to this conclusion like you like already <laughs> kind of know what you want to do so this is cool and I find that that's usually the case with most people when they have a tough decision to make you just need some clarity on it <laughs> Yeah, and I, I feel like sometimes even just speaking out loud, it just makes it like even real for myself. Like as I see, as I say these things, I'm like, oh, wait a second. Yeah, <laughs> this makes sense. So what is stopping you exactly? Yeah, I, that's but a I have lot. to say that, yeah, that also the doing the, the, the chart with the human design has really um, helped me understand a lot of things and I feel like oftentimes where we have this missing piece like we think that we think that a lot of things are wrong or that you know this is not how I'm supposed to be or because somehow we thought that someone told us or we read it somewhere I don't know and then seeing it on paper like someone telling you like no this is you this is this is just who you are this is your energy just embrace it and I think that it's really also helped in shifting a lot of the uh, preconceptions or like yeah leading belief that I had yeah yeah and just to give everybody a little background so I did a chart yeah, sure. reading with Virginia <laughs> last week and um she is a one three manifester with emotional authority um with tons of like itchy open, creative, passionate energy in her chart. So um, we kind of had talked about how like a nine to five corporate life really wouldn't satisfy this like need and desire that she has to um, try new things, to start new things. There's a, a lot of energy in her chart um, about starting things, but maybe not seeing them through to completion, like maybe not finishing them. Um, so there's this sort of like itchy jumpiness to you where you're probably going to want to try new things all the time and explore um, and really experiment with life, like try all that life has to offer you before you kind of settle down. Yeah, absolutely. And it's been a challenge for me to actually accept um, the fact that I don't have to do one thing. Like yes. I always thought that it was like, everyone was so 
you know, they had one thing to do. They were happy. But I was like, I, I just can't. I, I don't know. How do I learn how to do one thing? And then, you know, even just hearing it, I was like, yeah, you don't have to. You can just do a lot of things at once because that yeah. makes you. And usually like, and I, this comes up with clients all the time, like the amount of times a, day, a week that I say this to people, like, how do all those things that you're interested and passionate about, like, how do they all fit together? Because usually there's this overarching umbrella of that you help people, you know, with whatever it is. And these are just the different tools that you're using yoga and meditation and um, the, the coaching, the, the work that you're doing. So it's just like, how can you look at these, all these different things where, where society likes to tell us we're scatterbrained and all over the place. And how are those things actually all fit together? Like, how do they all kind of make one complete picture? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. And then like permission to evolve is a big thing too. Like, yeah, just cause that's what you're doing right now. doesn't mean next year it's going to look exactly the same. So like how can we go with the flow, like which 2020 has really taught us to do and just let your business and your passions kind of evolve as you do. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there's a lot of resistance, like in terms of, um, for example, change for me has always been um, positive in a way. Like I'm not afraid of change. I've changed a lot of, changed a lot of things, places I lived in, things I've studied but what I noticed is that not everyone is as comfortable with change. And for me, at the beginning, it was a bit of a surprise because it's so natural for me to, to, to just change um, and evolve. But then when you're, meet, when you're met with resistance and you're changing and people are like, wait a second, I, I, I don't like you. This, or I'm not used to see you this way. And so then you're like, wait, so am I doing something wrong or... Mm, which um, that is like such the manifestor dilemma right there too is like being met with resistance for everything that you do like that is going to probably continue to be a theme in your life um and I think I've talked a little bit about this in your reading I think I, t- I touched on this and I know you watched my manifestor video but um like that that technique of really like it letting others know like informing others what you're doing and it's not asking for permission it's just saying like hey friends and family I'm switching my business. I'm working for myself now. Like just letting people know can kind of decrease that resistance. Um, Cause for the rest of us, you manifestors just like switching and doing whatever you want all the time can seem really like, I don't know. We just can be kind of apprehensive yeah. of manifestors. Yeah. So just keeping that in mind. And that was actually a really great um, tip in terms of, for me, it was actually really interesting to hear it because um, it is so true. Like I typically I take decisions and then I inform about my decision, but it, it, I don't allow for a discussion. Like I take decisions for myself and that's it. Like <laughs> if I think that's the right choice, I'll just do it. Um, yeah. But it, it's true that in, in life you can't, sometimes you need, especially with, you know, with your partner or your family, they just need to feel like they're involved. Yeah. And so shifting the way I communicate about change, I'm sure will bring a lot of um I guess less resistance in a way yeah because it's not as uncertain or like it's not as okay well tomorrow I do this goodbye and um but keeping them informed it will definitely help and it was for some I mean it's so basic and in some way I'm like wow yes I never thought about it (laughs) 
Yeah, but it is a, it's, that's a huge piece for manifestors. It's like, and it's not that you need to ask people, you know, for permission. Yeah, no, you don't yeah. need to, it's, it's just that, um, you're just kind of giving them a heads up. It's like a friendly heads up. Like, <laughs> Hey, I'm going to be manifesting some crazy shit. So you just, just so you know, it's happening. Just so you know, yeah. Just to it, decrease. It, yeah. yeah. That resistance that you, that you might find from people around you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because the other thing is that I've always been quote unquote successful in terms of nothing has always been terribly wrong in the decisions I've made. Therefore, I built some some sort of confidence that Mm -hmm. I can literally in any situation, I can manifest something for me. And I think that I've also I've never fully um, embraced this idea and like, um, again, it's something that is so natural for me because I always find I'm, I'm very resourceful. And so when someone else or friends tell me, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, I don't get it. Like, I, I it's, it's really hard to understand. Um, but again, knowing more about yourself is definitely the key. And that's why, you know, yoga and meditation has really helped because um, and even all these tools like human design is just reading something gives you like this permission slip. And you're like, oh, yeah, fine. I can actually pay <laughs> this way. I say that all the time. I'm like, human design is the best permission slip to just be like, oh, oh, so I'm supposed to be like that. That's okay yeah. then. You know, because society and our families kind of grow, we grow up like feeling bad about this itchiness, feeling bad that we switch jobs every year or whatever. And yeah. so it is this permission slip to just be like, this is you. This is who you're meant to be. This is actually why you're here. Um, yeah. It's a total And that's why I keep, yeah. And for example, even, um, you know, I, I mentioned before um, we started recording about astrology. And I think that, it would be so helpful for um, for when we grow up because I feel like oftentimes because of the society culture we live in, we are we have this um, strength. So maybe someone is more creative, create creative, or someone is more like an engineering mind, and maybe you have this family who thinks that you know being an artist is um, you know something completely crazy, and they force you to I don't know study to become an engineer, and then for the rest of your life you're going to struggle because you don't have the mind or, you know, the, just think about doing something else and knowing more about yourself will benefit you in so many different ways. And that's why my, it's my, now my mission to just, yeah, teach more and more people about also how to slow down, slow Mm. down, listen. We always ask ourselves so many questions, but we rarely take a moment to sit like quiet for a moment and see if there is any answer coming your way. Mm. what I teach in meditation is like you need to slow it down and multitasking is not a thing <laughs> yeah yeah it's like you know slow it down and just get really clear like finding that yeah. clarity and I think like you you touched on this like really briefly like um when you were talking about how you make decisions you said like you know instinctively what you want and sometimes you'll inform but you don't tend to ask other people what they think i got the mm-hmm. feeling which is super yeah. appropriate for you like that's super <laughs> appropriate for you you're not going to be the kind of person who who's going to ask other people what they think and you're likely not going to like what they have to say if you did um so it was it was cute you touched on it fast like you probably didn't yeah. even notice but i was like yeah that's actually really appropriate for you to just like you've made the decision and you might inform those around you, but you're not really going to ask what they think. Um, And sometimes when someone gives their input, that's what sends us into that spiral of which decision do I make? You know, like you kind of knew what you wanted until that person said the thing. And then it sends you in that, in that spiral. Yeah. 
Which is interesting because um, I feel like, as I said, like for big decisions, I know exactly. But um, for example, in small day-to-day decisions, I get really, um, uh, what's the word? Like I- I, Overwhelmed, maybe. uh, Yeah, but I, I need the approval. Like if I have to choose, I don't know, a pair of shoes or a pair of, no, well, whatever, maybe something a little bit more. <laughs> but I would ask, let's say, you know, if I'm out with my mother or my sister, you know, a friend, I would be like, oh, do you like it? Oh, do you think? And it would be harder for me to actually just decide that that's what I want and it, and, and I'm going to buy it. But if someone, if someone else says, no, I don't think you look good or no, then I would not be as determined um, as for other decisions, which has always been interesting to have this different way of um of making decisions I guess yeah I know I don't know it's it's interesting yeah and I think for you too like um having emotional authority and you kind of touch on this in the beginning too like you actually are living out a lot of parts of your design but having emotional authority the best way for you to make decisions is by taking time to think about them and so when you're thinking like I'm thinking about moving to Italy you can take the time to think about that you can think you know, you could think about how it feels at a high point in your emotional wave or at a low point in your emotional wave and kind of take the time to get clarity. But when you're in the store and you're looking at shoes, like you don't have that time that you kind of need with emotional authority. And I have emotional authority and I go through the same thing, right? Like just buying a jar of peanut butter. I'm like, well, this one's on sale, but this one looks, I like the label, like, (laughs) right. We don't, we're not allowing ourselves to take the time that we would with a big decision. Um, Mm -hmm. So just being aware of that and you're free to take more time. Like a lot of times with emotional authority, it is best to sleep on it. Um, I know a lot of times when people reach out to me with like an opportunity or something, I'll just say, Hey, let me get back to you. You know, let me, let me think about it Um, and just see how I feel about it over the next few days before I commit. Yes or no. Yeah. That Um, was actually another, another really um, good point for me to, um, yeah, to hear that sometimes to take time, it's totally appropriate and appropriate and just take time and, and, and just feel it. Yeah, yeah. That was actually another very big um, realization in a way. Yeah, when you were hearing about your chart. Yeah. And it's so, so true when I when I'm stressed about time and in, I'm in a store and I need to decide and I'm like, I don't know, just decide like someone else <laughs> decide which. Yeah. For us emotional authority people, that's hard. And sometimes what I'll do, like, if I just want to buy something, I'll wait. And if I think about it the next day, you know what I mean? If the next couple of days, I'm like, man, I wish I bought those shoes, right? Then I know that I should go back and get them. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's not always plausible for us to take time to wait on decisions. Sometimes they have to be made. Um, But yeah, just knowing that that's really, that's, that's a part of your energy for sure is like that waiting and, and really like feeling it through all your emotions and seeing, you know, our emotions are constantly clouding our decision-making. So it's kind of like feeling it at the highs, feeling it at the lows. And like, when can you get that clarity on what the next step Mm -hmm. forward is? Yeah. Um, And this is why also for, for the Italian decision, I mean, for the decision about Italy, it's, I've been thinking about it for quite a long time, which is also interesting because, and also for example, my, my friends have been like, Oh, that's a, like, you've been mentioning mentioning this for you know a little bit now that's interesting because everyone knows that I would never go back I would never <laughs> do anything really um but yeah yeah over time it is so I'm curious I'm curious about this decision I do want to dive a little bit more into mm-hmm. it um you know there is this little bit of fear of like what are people going to think and um 
you know, I'm kind of stepping away from this nine to five, like life that I'm supposed to be living. And like, you know, what am my family going to think? What, like, do where do you feel that? Do you feel that energy anywhere? Like when, can you tune into the body and like, can you feel that stirring up anywhere? Yeah, it's, um, I would say that typically when I have this, like, Ooh, I don't know what I'm going to think. Um, it's around my, um, solar, like in, in the, probably in the middle of the chest and like this stomach and, you know, you have this willpower the the solar plexus and it's like, almost as if like, I want to do a thing, but I feel blocked. Like I feel stuck and mm. I'm not allowing myself to be, you know, to really say or do whatever I want. And I let, you know, others um, ideas or opinions to block me. And so I have this like resistance. It's like um, pit in your stomach almost. Yeah. yeah. Almost like a, when you, you know, you, you, you tap, like you, yeah, this, you have this energy that wants to go out, but you're blocking it. And so you're like, and that's then, and which it's so interesting because I also have um, a few physical issues like knees and back pain. And um, just recently I've been exploring this concept of rigidity that I, I maybe we, you mentioned it earlier. And um, because all of our energy, like oh, when we have to take a decision or whatever, everything in our lives somehow will then reflect in our body. Yeah. And so when we when we bottle like our energy and we don't like fully express it or we don't do something that would make us happy some part of our body will show us um and it's been interesting to see how for example this uh, being rigid like over the years i've been rigid about a lot of things um because again i grew up in a culture that was not allowing me to take certain uh, not allowing me, but I, I didn't feel confident enough, I guess, in taking certain decisions. And I feel like <laughs> I've been having, for example, knee issues for a long time. And my knees are perfect. I've done so many tests. Like, it's just unbelievable. They're just most perfect knees ever. And yet, I had to stop skiing. I was a skier for a long time. I had to stop because of the pain. And then over the past year, the more I go deep into this work of letting go and accepting who am I and what do I really want to do, all of a sudden I was on a hike and my knees were fine mm. after like 10 years. I just got chills. <laughs> and as I was going down, I was like, I feel light. I feel like I have lost 20 pounds because those were not my stuff to carry. Mm. Those, that, that was not my um opinions my ideas and I feel like this work of you know even all of this permission slip like this reading that it's okay and you just little by little you release and you and I I literally feel like I I'm lighter in a way and therefore my knees are now a lot better and I'm like that is amazing and it's um and so it's yeah it's just unbelievable I I I, of course I do believe in all these connections uh, of course mind body and um, and so, yeah, it's been interesting to, to notice this, this shift. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's like, uh, you're so brilliant. It's like amazing to hear you speak. I'm so glad I brought you on today. So if you tune into that, like solar plexus, that gut, like in, everybody else can't see, but she keeps kind of pointing to it as she's speaking. So if you were to tune into this space, this solar plexus, this like gut willpower, what does it have to say? Like, what does it want to tell you What's that energy? Yeah, I feel like it's telling me that 
um, it's time to step on, like to, to, to fully embrace my powers. Like I've been having enough, um, what's the, what's the word that, um, I, like I've seen the results. I've seen that I can really help people. So what are you afraid of? Mm. And it's, and it's, uh, and I feel like now it's telling me it's just time to go, just go, just, you know, run. You've always been, you know, I'm like, I'm not a runner because of my knees, but <laughs> I tend to go fast or I wish I could run. <laughs> um, and so now I'm like, I'm, I'm working on releasing this other, I feel like I still have a few layers. I feel like a few things keeping me um, from fully like embracing it, but it's happening. And I mm. feel this shift and it's, um, I'm just embracing it. And I feel like things are will evolve, but I need to believe in myself and I need to just go for it. Yes. Yes. I love that. Yeah. And so I just need to, yeah, even now, yeah, the more I speak and the more like, what are you waiting for? Just, just do it. Just do it. Just do the thing. <laughs> just do the thing. If you're enjoying listening and you want to know more about the three-step process that I use to help my clients stop waffling on tough decisions and start making confident, full-body choices that actually transform their lives and their business, then head over to my website, abbyvaletta.com and take the free masterclass. The link is in the show notes. Thank you. And so how do you like want to feel moving forward? Like as you Mm -hmm. move into this new um, kind of way of doing business, like how do you, how would you prefer to feel? Yeah, I would prefer to feel, um, I, I, I've been thinking about a few words. Like I want to feel this like um, light, like um, what's the opposite of rigid? Like, I don't know. um, Mm, Like flowy, like free flowing. Yeah. Yeah flowing and embrace like um for example like I like to start things and then sometimes I would feel stuck if I don't have a like a full-on plan but that's just not possible for me I just I need to to know that when I was in a nine-to-five and I was doing project management and I had to do it fine like <laughs> I would put up a plan okay um but it's not in my nature so yeah I just need to start and go with the flow and just just do it and typically when I do it, then I see results, but I, so I just need to avoid feeling uh, like, oh no, I have to have a plan because otherwise I can't start. Um, yes. And so I'm, I'm really embracing this. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just do it and feel good about it and move on. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it's and so, so funny yeah. as you're talking about that, I'm just like thinking about your chart because you've got the open head and Ajna center, like just a recipe for like overthinking and trying to, um, it's like that energy of (laughs) needing to have it all figured out before you start. And I have open head entirely too. So I totally get this. And it's just like that pressure to like, well, I can't start until I have it all figured out. Um, and where is that actually holding us back and not allowing us, like, sometimes you just need to start. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's, it's so interesting because again, I teach these kind of things. So I know them and you know I put up strategies for other people and I 
that's what I do. And then, but when it comes to do it for myself, that's when you really realize that there are a lot of, yeah, limiting beliefs and all a bunch of stuff that are blocking us. And sometimes I'm like, okay, if you are the client, you know, just think about yourself as a client. What would you tell? What would you do? And just do it. Don't ask too many questions. Um, and just feel more, yeah, going to the flow, being soft, being open. Like, um, I feel like in my past, like I had a lot of masculine energy. I was always, you know, doing, doing, doing. And I'm, I'm working on receiving and being open to, yeah, being soft and embracing, you know, when I need to take a moment and relax, just do it. And don't think that you always have to be productive. That's definitely a big thing for us, I feel, in our generation. And um, we need to be constantly doing something. Yeah. And I teach meditation and yoga and like I'm, I, I you know I teach how to slow down and then I'm the first one and I think that you know we always what is it the phrase um we teach what we need or something um, yeah mm-hmm. yeah half the time um, when I'm coaching someone I'll say something and I'm like oh that was actually for me that like yeah. <laughs> I needed to hear that today <laughs> precisely and so I'm like you need to slow down just slow down just spend an afternoon doing nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially with your, uh, being a manifester with your undefined sacral, like you're not meant to be a generator. And we talked about this a little bit, like you're not Mm -hmm. meant to just go, go, go. You're going to have periods where you like manifest and create and bring all this. And then you're going to have periods where you just want to sleep for a week. And that's totally okay. Like it's sort of for manifestors and I'm a projector, like same for us. It's like, it's this time to recharge so that you can show up in your full power yeah. and really do what you're meant to do. And it's like, if you don't get that time, you're just going to burn out. You're, you're, so, you know, and we talked about this a little, you said you did experience some burnout when you were yeah, younger and, and you had to adjust. And I had to adjust. And for example, even um, after, you know, the pandemic and I had to stop and I realized that although I had to, you know, stop whatever I was doing the business closed and I was home. And for weeks on it, like for months, I, I don't even know what I was doing, but I couldn't, I didn't even take a week off, like in terms of just chill. It was summer, just chill, Virginia. Um, and I was constantly doing something that I thought was being productive, which it wasn't, of course. Um, and then I, yeah, I, I, I had a very dark period where I was, I didn't know what to do. And I, and only by going home in Italy for like six weeks. Um, that really recharged my batteries mm. and re you know I was being fed by my mother and eating well and you know just chill at the countryside and it was so beneficial and that's why right now I feel like I have a little bit more clarity and energy and you know I, I'm and I think that without that pause I would not be here right now being clear about or maybe not 100% clear but <laughs> still yeah, getting right. there <laughs> oh it's a journey um, yeah it's a journey exactly and so even now for for example like I starting um so today I need a day off like I just I this week has been very hard I had a lot of things I wanted to slow down and I couldn't and fine okay I had deadlines I met them and today is Friday and I'm taking the day off because I just I, I need time. Otherwise I'm going to feel like I don't have enough energy to do whatever I want. And it's so important. And we don't do it enough. Especially yeah. as women, we, we, we're not designed to have seven, like five days where we work weekend off. We have cycle. We have, we are constantly on a cycle. We need to 
take more breaks and and um, follow our rhythm, mm. which is something that I'm also learning to embrace rather than to fight. Because again, I was fighting this. I was like, I don't want to be like this. This is not fair. Men don't have to stop and um, and all of these things. And it's like, well, just embrace it and actually stop whenever you need to stop and work the weekends when you need to work. I'm like. <laughs> I'm curious too. It's like, just this question came to me as you were speaking. Do you notice um, that the American lifestyle of go, go, go is like more stressful, I guess, than in Italy? Or do you find it's pretty similar in both, in both places? Hmm. Interesting. I think it's a little bit different in terms of, um, yeah, the mentality is different uh, for sure, but there's this go, go um, mentality in both countries but I feel like in different ways, um, meaning in Italy, for example, we have a lot, like Italians have a lot of time off or in Europe in general, or for example, I worked for a French company. You have what, like six, seven weeks off paid wow. per year. They always say so, that Europe has it together on that front. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely something I was missing. The first time I got, I got the, for a year, I worked for an American company here in the U.S. And you know, negotiated salary and everything. And then they told me, yeah, so you know, we start, you have, what was it? 10 days off. 10 days, I bet. It's usually 10 days. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, like, what What are you talking about? What do I do with them? <laughs> and that's your sick time, sick and vacation. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you guys are crazy. Um, and then what I would do, but you know, I would take time off and then I, I, was, I would still have to visit my family, go back home. So I would take unpaid time. And people were like, what? what are you doing? I'm like, I'm like, I need time off guys. Like yeah. <laughs> you don't understand. Like you can't work all the time. So I feel like that's um, definitely something that I, yeah, that I don't appreciate or that I don't share like um, of the American culture. Like yeah. um, you, you just can't, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you need to enjoy life. <laughs> travel. I was, cu- that's why I was curious about that. I know they always yeah. say in, in Europe that there's a lot more breaks and holidays and time off. So I'm just curious for you, if you notice it as kind of a culture shock to come here where we're like, what, you want a day off? We don't do that here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was so interesting. And then for example, or they would ask me, how do you all, because so travel for me, it's always been important, like exploring. I need to visit a new place every year. And um, when I, yeah, when I would take time, like, or unpaid time off to, to travel, this thing, I was like, what are you doing? Like, what do you mean you take unpaid? And I'm like, I would rather have an old car. Um, I don't have cable TV. I don't have, so you know what? It's actually feasible if you have, if it's a priority, if it's yeah. not a priority, then fine, just, you know, don't do it. Um, but at the same time, something I noticed is that here, I guess because you have less time off or even when I was in Canada before and um, even in a nine to five, I mean, I was working for a startup. There was a lot of work, but still people were concerned about like, if it was five thirty six PM, that's it for the day. Like there's no, uh, I mean, unless something is big, but in Italy, there's this thing about, oh, if you're, if your boss is in the office, you can't leave. And I have friends staying at the office until like 8 PM doing nothing because there's nothing to do, but they can't leave because, you know, it's, 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 you're supposed to be at the office all day. I'm like, what do you mean? You spend 12 hours in an office, half of which you're not doing anything or you're not being productive because come on. And you don't, and then you tell me, oh, I don't have time to exercise or to go for a walk. I'm like, well. Yeah. And so, to look yeah. at those priorities. Yeah. 
absolutely. Yeah, the side on you. And, and so that's definitely something that I've seen um, that was that was different in a way. Yeah, so we have more time off in Europe, but then we also waste a lot of time, I feel, at the office. Mm. Whether here, because you have less time off, overall, like I feel people were more concerned about maybe, you know, at some point in the afternoon, well, that's it, goodbye. Yeah, um, yeah, a little more efficient. Like doing yeah. what you got to do and getting out of there. Efficient, yes, because... Mm. In, yeah I feel like in Italy a lot of times or f- from from what I hear about like for example my friends it's like yeah you're not efficient just just leave um but they stay there because mm. <laughs> well when you start marketing all of your services in Italian it sounds like you're gonna help a lot of people <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for and for example something that I've been that I've been clear from the beginning is that I want to help women entrepreneurs uh, or women in general and I feel um that's in Italy 52% of women do not work and I've been always very concerned as a woman like for even when I worked um in in Canada for this for this uh, startup in tech so I've always been one of the few women and always the youngest so I I I always had to prove myself twice because Mm. I was a woman and because I was young and in Italy there's also this it's it's a big problem that women do not work and they don't, um, or they, you know, have to sacrifice their career because at some point, if you want to have a family, you have to stay home. And so I feel the more I think about this, my, my, my mission to help women, I'm like, yeah, this is why I need to talk to Italian. Like, because I want to give back in a way or show them yeah. that it is possible. I just got chills um, again. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like, and this actually came to me earlier in the episode, but I didn't say anything. It's like by you stepping out of that norm and by you, owning this, like you're giving permission to other women to do the same, you know, and, and inspiring other women in Italian women to become entrepreneurs. Like, how cool is that? Yeah. And I feel like if I, if I keep, um, in a way, sometimes I think, you know, it's too easy. Like I live in a different country where I have different opportunities and then I tell them what to do or like how they should do it. And they're like, yeah, but you're not here. You, you don't, you know, it's how how dare not how dare you but like yeah it's different and so why and so this is one of the reasons why I'm like I feel like I have this pull back to 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 Italy or to be more you know involved in these issues so that I can really um give back in a way or not being as far just you know being negative about it but actually contributing to making a difference in a way Mm, yeah like really understanding how you can bring that to them yeah. And still have it apply. Like, I get what you're saying. It's like, you're, you're living here. So obviously things are a little different, but how can you be more understanding of what they're experiencing and also help them to, to turn, to become entrepreneurs or turn their businesses yeah. successful? Yeah. And show them that it is possible. And um, yeah, that's definitely a challenge. And also because I feel like because of my manifestor, you know, energy, or sometimes it's, when someone is like, no, but I can't, or I don't know how. And I'm like, what do you mean? You don't, you can't, of course you can. Um, but I think I need to learn this like <laughs> piece of, okay, how do you communicate? Yeah, that piece what- of communication. Yeah, yeah, I think that too. It's, it's um, which is, I think a big piece for manifestors. And I have a hard time fully understanding manifestors because I'm not one. Um, but it is a big piece. It's like, how can you communi- communicate to the other types and be a little more patient with the other types who... Mm-hmm. who do who aren't who don't have the same kind of power that you do and and kind of have to go about things in a different way 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. And also, I think that that's why, um, or even how especially meditation helps with this is um, slowing down, listening to your intuition and, and what you re- what you already know. Mm. And we don't do this enough. And so oftentimes, we just lack the, yeah, the, 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 the how to connect to what we really want to do and when I hear you know friends or whoever saying oh I don't know how to do it oh you did it but I can't and I'm like no no you, you can too you just need to learn how mm. and because there are a lot of skills that in my opinion they should be taught in school to kids and so that you don't get to you know in your 30 40s and be like what am I gonna do with my life I'm lost <laughs> it's because we haven't listened enough yeah and you actually just reminded me I'm like looking over at your chart right here that you have that gate 20 um in your chart which is the it's the gate of metamorphosis but it's it's and we I talked about this in your reading it's all about empowering others it's like this energy to empower others and like bring others up to where you are so I feel like Mm -hmm. it is like tied in with your like your life purpose this is like perfect I'm like everything you're saying I'm like oh this is so perfect for you um (laughs) because it is it's a sort of this energy to like empower other people to realize that they can do it too. It's yeah. like, you're not, you know, you're not special. I mean, you are special, but you're not like, no, you know, yeah, they also yeah. can. They can. Yeah. And one of the you. things that I, that I feel like more people need to hear it is that um, for me, I spent a few years thinking that I've done things like, for example, at some point I was like, oh, why did I study business? I'm not interested. Or um, I should have some, done something completely different. And then one, once someone told me, I was, you know, saying these things and he was like, you know what, anything you learn is worth it and you will use it in some way. Yeah. And I feel like some people, you know, or at least that's, that was my, my thinking was like, now it's too late. I've studied this. I'm stuck with this. Mm. I have to do it for the rest of my life. And I hate it, which in reality was not true. I love it. I love putting up together strategies for you know, marketing and, and business and operations. I just need to apply it for a cause that I'm interested in yes. rather than selling softwares. Um, yes. And now if I want to study astrology, it's totally fine and it will yeah. help me in some way. And this is another permission slip that I feel more people need to hear is that anything you learn is great. It's going to enrich you in some way. It's going to help you in some way. So stop thinking that you wasted your time. It's not it's never time wasted when you learn something. Yeah. It um, always like play some role in your life. And yeah. I mean, you're coaching businesses, you're helping other women entrepreneurs, you're a women entrepreneur. Like how could a business degree not exactly. be helpful for that? There's, yeah. It's just, I was like, yeah, of course, those are skills. And for example, a lot of the clients I have, this is the missing piece. So they have their craft, they're great at what they do and they lack the the business mind yeah the business acumen to put it together yeah Mm -hmm. and that's my that's what I bring in and then they just they just feel you know so much better because I guide them and I help them and I'm like and again this comes naturally to me I just see the next step I just and somehow I know what to do Mm. and it's yeah just listening to this um to this voice, I guess, or this um, gift that I have rather than fighting it. <laughs> yes. 
So I, and I, I'm actually really glad you said that because you said that to me before we hit record and I was hoping you would yeah. mention it. So you have this gift of like knowing what's next of like mm-hmm. seeing the next step. So what is the next step for you? Like with this business and you, we know now that you want to go full Italian and really market <laughs> your services towards Italian women who, who like, I mean, you, I feel like you could single-handedly change the Italian economy. Maybe not, but that feels, that feels like where I'm feeling at today. So what is like the next step? Like, what does it look like for you? Yeah. And it's so interesting because one of the things I don't do enough is dream. So once I was in a, in a someone um, workshop or whatever that was, and when they were like, dream big, I don't allow myself to dream big. Like I, I, I dream, I have visions, but I'm always like keeping myself in like in the small, but there's a voice inside of me that is actually telling me as it's so interesting that you mentioned it's like you could literally change the way things are in Italy or at least bring a new perspective yeah. and it's so yeah I didn't make it up it was real <laughs> <laughs> it's so interesting because um another piece for example my father has been in politics and I've been you know immersed in politics and elections everything and I was like oh my god like at some point you know when you're young you want to be like your dad your hero whatever and then I was like no this is terrible I don't want to have anything to do I'm just gonna fly away goodbye um but there is still this part of me that's like fine I don't know how to say it, but like there's not only one way to be um, to contribute it to something so you don't have to become a politician like or a journalist or whatever you can contribute in a different way and it and I feel like yeah I have this voice in me that is telling me if this really matters to you like I remember at university I've done a whole study on statistics just to study the role of, of like women in Italy and in the European countries um, so for me it's always been a niche, like something that I'm passionate about yeah and I'm like well maybe this is a way for you to actually yeah have an or just dream big like yeah yeah Don't, create like real uh, change yeah yeah which is not something that I typically do or yeah that like I you think about like the online coaching sphere here and like online entrepreneurship like for Americans like I mean, I go on Instagram, I can find 8,000 online entrepreneurs, right? Like that's what half of us are doing right now. So like, like, can you bring that to Italy? Like, can you help women to get their stuff off the, off the ground? And like, how big of an impact would that have on the economy, on working women who could work online and stay home with their kids and the whole nine? Yeah. 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 Dream big guys, dream big. You can do anything you want. <laughs> yes. You can. I love that. Well, um, we should uh, wrap this situation up. So curious, yeah. how, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about everything? How you feel? Does this, did this help you? Did this help you give you a little clarity? Like, yes, yes, absolutely. And I think that um, just by, yeah, even just by exploring and, and for some reason, like, I feel like I've, I've been saying a lot of things that I've, that I've been thinking about for a long time without necessarily saying them out loud you know and sometimes you're like if you just think about certain things it's not gonna like they just stay in your mind they're not gonna um become like reality but I feel like by voicing this this thoughts um I'm kind of allowing myself to be like yeah yeah you know what you have you actually have more clarity than you think (laughs) um and putting things into perspective and be like yeah, now I feel like I can actually somehow, you know, do it or dream about 
um, doing it. And, you know, one of the things we learn, for example, in yoga is it's um, don't be attached to the results. Like you put your efforts, you do your best without necessarily, you know, being attached to the result. And I feel like right now that's what I need to do. Like I need to really empower um, more women through my classes, through my meditations, and then helping more women entrepreneurs and then see how it goes. Just let it evolve. Go with yeah, the flow. Yeah. That's what you said you wanted, right? Flow. More flow, yes. more flowy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Sure. Well, thank you so much, Virginia. And why don't you let everybody know how you can find you, how they can find you, how they can find your business? Yeah. So I am um, mainly on Instagram, I would say. Um, I'm Virginia underscore is harmony. And I am currently building my own uh, website. So soon, hopefully soon, I'm going to have like a business web. I have my, so I also have my yoga and meditation, let's say business, which is Vivi in Harmony, um, V-I-V-I in Harmony. And Vivi in in Italian, it means to live and is also my nickname. And so uh, a few years ago, I was like, yeah, Vivi. So anyway, this is where you can find me. And yeah, Virginia Bressano soon is gonna also going to have a business website <laughs> if you're interested in anything marketing or business related. And I will make sure to get that from you, um, your website when you come up with it. And I'll put her Instagram handle and everything in the show notes so that everybody can thank find you. you. <laughs> um, but I want to thank you so much for coming on today, Virginia. You're so brilliant. Like you have passed on so many nuggets of wisdom today that I think this is going to be a great episode. Um, so thank you thank so much. You. Thank you for having me and and definitely thank you for helping me find more clarity. Yeah, it's been really helpful. Awesome. And thank you everybody for um, coming on and listening today to another episode of Ask Abby and we will see you next time. Mm -hmm.